Hello, I'm Jonathan Farber. I decided to scoot down to the moor today to do the intro and of course to surround myself in the early autumnal glow. It's really lovely to come down here to see families enjoying what is a quite a large ongoing public space project. In this community podcast, I speak with the current town mayor councillor and first citizen of Nutsford, Andrew Malloy. Andrew has served on Nutsford Town Council for over eight years and has duly elected mayor in May 2019. He's married, he's a father of two, and his near-legendary omnipresence has certainly set him up as one of Nutsford's most recognised community champions. He talks about the first 150 days in office, the challenges he faces, and what he hopes to achieve in his position as mayor and, of course, as an elected councillor. So here we go. I hope you enjoy it. It's your first 150 days in office. It absolutely is. So, how's it been? It's been busy. It's been really busy. It's been uh, a whirlwind, I would have to say. <laughs> uh, but it's been really, really good fun uh, getting out there, meeting people, seeing what people do seeing what people get up to, supporting loads of causes, which is which is really, really important to me. Um, yeah. Is it is it what you expected? Yes and no. Because <laughs> obviously over the years I've spoken to, to quite a few mayors um, over the years and they've all said that when they became mayor they weren't fully appreciative of all the amazing things that go on in Nutsford. Um, I wouldn't say I've necessarily found that many things that I didn't know about, which is good because that means I've been getting involved over the last few years. Um, but I'm really looking forward to finding something that I didn't know happened in Nutsford. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure it'll happen. I'm absolutely sure it will happen. Um, yeah. Interesting. So... Give me an example of a surprise. What's what's surprised you? What's out of all the things so far in this hundred in this first hundred and fifty days, what surprised you the most that you weren't expecting as uh, as mayor? Kids. <laughs> no, they really have. I, I went to an exhibition at um, Lower Peaver School. Okay. And it was an exhibition about sustainability. Uh, and it was mainly focused on palm oil and how its production is quite devastating uh, in south america for example you've got rainforests just being completely wiped out so that farmers can grow palm oil plants um, palm oil is apparently one of the most versatile products you can use it's in all sorts of food it's in your coca-cola it's in uh, your M&Ms, it's mm. in Maltesers, mm. it's in all sorts of foods. And uh, because it's so versatile and so easy to grow and so um, economical, um, but obviously money generating, everyone's everyone's grown it. Mm. But of course, as soon as you start cutting down all those rainforests, you lose, you lose animals, you lose insects. Um, and these kids had gone into it and they'd, they'd written letters to... CEOs of massive organizations all across the world. Um, they'd drawn pictures of the animals 
that will die as a result of all these forests being cut down. Um, and I was I was taken around by a number of children that, that knew every little bit of detail. They knew all the products that were affected that included palm oil. And more kids kept coming over because they mm -hmm. wanted to tell me about it. Um, and that's just incredible, the fact that they, they get into it. They, they understand that this is the world they live in. And they, t they could tell me how it affected their lives mm. at the end of the day. Mm. So that was, that was really quite incredible. And, and going to see other events that have involved children and how they really enjoy the things they do, whether it's sports, whether it's exercises like that that educate them, but also to get the message out to other people as well. Just a couple of weeks ago, I um, had a meeting with uh, representatives from four primary schools. And we were talking about how to make Nutsford plastic free. And again, that was just great that the kids could tell me the things they've been doing in the schools, mm. the things they've been doing to reduce plastics in the first instance. Uh, they'd also been into shops and spoken to the shopkeepers there and said, how can you reduce the use of, pl use of plastics? Of course, we've got a good initiative in the market hall right we now. We have, absolutely. Where, you know, she's... It's it's an it's a it's a brand new it's a brand new old business model. Yeah. Uh, well, we all used to do it as yeah, kids, didn't we? Yeah. We always used to go into the way and save Dave. shops, mm -hmm. and we used to buy our, our oats or mm -hmm. our rice. Oh, and it, it's coming back. Even even down to the basics of buying fruit and veg. Yeah. You bring your own. You bring your own packaging. You bring your own stuff. You bring your own bags. You bring your own basket, and you go and pick it up at. You know, you've got fruit and vegetable there, but that's how that's how things used to be. So it's revisiting something that's old that we've here to have forgotten for, you know, without getting too right on, uh, <laughs> for a, a consumerization, really. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my mum and dad used to do it. They used to go down to the corner shop. They used to get the, the, the bag of spuds, the bag of uh, uh, apples and oranges and whatever else. And, and that's how it was bought. And you'd take your, your hessian bag or your cloth bag and you take it home nowadays everything's wrapped up in plastic and yeah. we have to ask ourselves Do does that it? really have to mm. happen yeah agreed no agreed no it's interesting actually it's interesting that it's a specific spectrum that's reached that's connected with you mm. you know a specific group of uh, a group of people that are engaging and the, and their kids which is you know on the face of what's happening at the moment globally and it's very interesting yeah So, obviously, I've attended a huge number of events. <laughs> uh, I, I would have to say the first month, I wondered where things were going. I think within within about two or three weeks, I'd done around 40 events. I think it may be safe to say, I think, I think you were... <laughs> I think you knew it was going to be like that. Sort of. I think. I, I, I think. I, I, I think you knew yes. it was going to be busy. I, I sort of knew. I, I sort of knew it was going to be busy, and I, <laughs> I knew there were going to be lots and lots of things. But that that first month surprised me. Mm. Um, the, the following day after mer making, for example, being in the courthouse and attending uh, a rotary dinner, um, <laughs> that being my first event was was almost a bit of competition between the rotary and the lions. They oh, were really? both trying to put me in that week. <laughs> um, so popular it's good absolutely good. absolutely so um, how did you how okay just taking that how do you manage that 
level of intensity. I know, obviously, you've got a full-time job as well. So, Absolutely. you know, you're trying to manage that. Family, full-time kids. job, family, yes. Other commitments. Yeah. Uh, you know, council duties, which I know transform a little bit when you become mayor. You, be, you become more, sort of, you know, you can float into different, yeah. different committees. Mm. But how are you managing that just a for anyone else thinking about you know standing in other towns not nuts, obviously nutsford um how how are you managing your time how's that how's well that the critical thing is is time management you have to organize your time um i use an online diary um and it's shared with my wife who's pretty important i would have to say <laughs> um but also obviously my mayor's pa she organizes everything for me so the invitations cool. come into her mm. And we've set it up such that she puts everything into an online diary. I have instant access to it and I can compare it to my work diary, but also, equally importantly, my family mm. diary. Because, as right. you say, I've got kids. And you have a life? Uh, no, I don't have that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go sorry, that sorry, far. I'll, I'll, I'll retract that. You had a life. <laughs> had a life, yes. Um, but, you know, the kids still need to go to their, their football. Uh, they still need to do school things. Uh, they still need to do tennis and, and all things that kids do. Mm. Um, and juggling that between my wife also having her own job. Of course. Uh, me having a full-time job. Um, and obviously attending mayoral, mayoral events and, and council meetings as well. Yes, it's a juggle. It's a, it's a massive juggle. But the only way to get through it is to be organised to have some form of diary whether you want it on paper or ele electronic i find electronics easy because i can pick up my phone and instantly access my my diary my diaries because there diaries. are several multiple diary man <laughs> nice. um it's it's for me it's the only way to do it you have to be organized mm. i mean for anyone listening obviously uh doesn't will may or may not know that i used to serve with you on, on the council and i you know i've running business uh, in startup phase for the umpteenth time for me um, and also running other sort of other things I do in the community as well plus serving as a council as councillor I found it difficult yeah. managing diaries how you do it is I, uh, 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 I don't even I don't even know I, we actually we actually I think majority of the townsfolk think there's more than one of you that you actually have a got a selection even of, council officers think there's <laughs> more than one of me <laughs> there's multiple Malloy, Malloy number two <laughs> um yeah so it's right so the, it's crack organization basically the, it, it's got to be if, if you're not organized from the outset it's it's never gonna happen no it's good it just can't work it's very interesting and I'm, as I mean, I'm creative. So for me, my my organisational skills are pretty, <laughs> pretty mediocre. Um, but I, you know, I can still about scratch a living <laughs> with, with the organisational skills I've got. Um, okay, so let's let's talk about Merrill Causes. Um, you have completed a mammoth bike ride. It's only a little bike ride, really. Well, for someone like me, it's just actually, it's been a long time since I've been on a bike. It was a pretty serious ride. That it was in all fairness. And you know, there's a, there a nice little sending off party. Yeah. Uh, and it was, you know, you had a, you had a, a good group of people there with you on on the ride, which I thought was 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 wonderful. Yeah. Um, but just talk me through, talk me through that. Talk me through first of all, what was the reasons for doing it? Let's let's hear the reasons for doing the bike ride, then we can get into the nitty gritty. There were there were a variety of reasons. I I've I used to cycle when I was younger, and I used to love it. It was great. Um, when you're a kid, you do it because you've got no other way to get around um, and when I was a kid I used to cycle around Cheshire uh, 
Joddle Bank was, a, was um, for most cyclists in this area, Joddle Bank is, is a place you go. They've got fantastic cafes, so a little bit of promo for the, them there. Um, <laughs> are, they, are they not a UNESCO World Heritage Site now? I believe they are indeed, oh, yes. Yeah, so visit Bank. them, support them. Um, but, yeah, to getting out there cycling, it's, it's a good way of getting around, but it's also a great way for keeping fit. Um, so around about a year ago, my wife and I were talking about what I would do when I'm mayor because it still didn't feel like reality a year ago, but there you go. Um, and I always said I wanted to do something different. And um, my wife is, is a triathlete. She does triathlons. That I didn't know. There you go. Um, so uh, she started probably four years ago or something, doing. started with running and then slowly developed into triathlons right so did you feel there's a bit of competition then? absolutely oh yes 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 uh, of course she was always going to win oh, oh, there we go. There we <laughs> without a doubt um i'd say she probably won on the bike ride too but um <laughs> the, the the thing is that it was always about showing people how easy it is really to get out there and, and and do just a little bit of exercise i'm not talking about everyone going out and doing 100 miles on a bike that's insane trust me it is insane yes, i did it, you did it i think it was insane um but if you're not going to do a demonstration like that then no one's gonna watch no one's gonna listen so so we decided yes i wanted to do a bike ride mm. uh i know it's a case of well what we're going to do how, how are we going to do a bike ride you can't just ride around knotsford anyone can do that mm. so we talked about well cycling around cheshire so that's that's still quite big that so we thought well okay let's focus on cheshire east and when you're mayor you meet lots of mayors um and you meet them at civic services you meet them at mayor makings you meet them at fundraisers so we <coughs> developed the idea into cycling around east cheshire and visiting the towns and visiting the mayors and saying hello and moving on that's exactly what we did mm. uh, so we developed a, a circular route around east cheshire uh, we picked out all the towns and a few of the neighbouring villages as well along the way, uh, contacted all the mayors and chairs and said, will you come and meet us because we're stupid and we're insane <laughs> and we're going to come and cycle through your your town or your village. But it worked. It did work. And it unfolded on social media as we all saw, which yeah. was absolutely magnificent to look at. Yeah. The, the number of people that commented afterwards saying they, they followed us. Uh, fire service, local fire service said they were following us. The police service said they were following us. Friends, family all said they were following us on social media, which which was great. Um, it's, it's good that you don't realise when you're doing something like that that people do watch and listen mm -hmm. and pay attention and oh, see yeah. how you're doing. Wait and I'm sure this. they urge you as well. People will be listening to this. Yeah. The, it, people do engage. People are interested in, in human interest stories. They Absolutely. they are, you know, as human beings, we've been telling stories since we're in caves. Yeah. You know, even painting form or just you know beating on rocks. Yeah. So so people want to know how people are progressing, what's happening, and yeah. oh, that's and to do it through cycling and a, a fundraising as well. So because it's yeah. obviously this is a fundraiser. It's not just purely. Uh, about health and fitness and getting on the bike this is this is a fundraiser isn't it yeah it's it, ultimately it was it was to raise money but it was it's always it was always a double-edged sword it was always raise money for the causes which obviously we'll talk about shortly um but also to to raise the profile of of cycling in general and keeping fit and i said at my mermaking i said the best way i know to keep fit is 
to physically get active, mm. whether it's walking to the shops, whether it's walking to meetings, and I do try to walk to as many council <laughs> meetings as I can, leave the car at home. Um, I even cycle to my, my mare making, which again, yeah, different way of doing things. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that certainly made people look when I oh, turned absolutely. up on the bike. Yeah. Um, but that, that wanted to start the year off the way I intended to, to carry on. So the whole reason for, for obviously for raising money in the first case is um, is firstly to promote fitness, but also to focus on youth. Uh, I've got two kids, six and nine. Both of them are very sporty. They do football, they do tennis, they do swimming, they do duathlons, you name it, they do it. Oh, yeah. Mostly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mostly influenced by their mother, yeah. uh, well, I would have to say. Um, is, this but, to, is this to compete against you again? So this, this... Uh, No, they're competing against their mother, definitely. Oh, nice. Yes. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the, the focus is very much on youth and, and activity. Mm-hmm. So the, the mayoral causes that I've chosen this year, and I've not gone for individual charities or causes uh, as mayors have done in the past. I, I really wanted to do something different. And one of the things that I've spoken to a lot of youngsters about over the last eight years probably, um, is that so many kids, probably of the early teens, uh, maybe even 12, 13, that sort of age, they want somewhere to go. And the place they want to go and get active is a skate park. Mm. And we just don't have a skate park in this. But they see lots of other towns, Macclesfield, Holmes Chapel even, they all have skate parks. Nutsford doesn't have a skate park. Mm. And we've, we've tried, and both you and I have tried, mm. actually, Absolutely. Uh, over the last few years to try and get something to happen. And it was always difficult. There are a number of reasons. One, that kids get interested in a project like this. But, of course, as they get older, they they get busy. Mm. They get schoolwork, they get college work, and the next thing they're off to university. And there's no one coming through as the next generation to carry the project on. Mm. So my thinking is that, and I've been speaking to all the schools about this, uh, is to form a youth council. And that youth council will pick up the project. They'll develop the project. I will hopefully raise a starter fund for them. They will obviously have to raise the rest of the money and I'll do what I can to help. Um, But the project really is going to be for them to develop where it's going to be, what it's going to look like, um, and also into the future looking after it, maintaining it, make sure it's it's looked after. Mm. I think think it's always concerned me that uh, even before council, during, and now in my sort of uh, retired council status. <laughs> That's not like an old man. Um, what, what is available for, for, for kids from the town? Always yeah. concerned with that. You know, I've got, like, I have two, two children myself. We lived in the town for many years before we uh, moved just slightly outside the town. And I've always been saying, what on earth is there? What can they do? What What is there apart from the park? You've only got activities from the age of, uh, well, naught to 12 at best. Yeah. I mean, that's pushing it as well. Before other you know, social social sort of things kick in where they want to go out with their friends and do stuff. Oh, what do they do? Yeah. Where do they go? And I remember the first time it was really highlighted to me was 
um, with David Heffernan. Mm. And he introduced me to a group of uh, Nutsford Academy students and young students. And some had come in from different parts because they were using a scrub, bit of scrubland where Aldi is now. Yes. Um, uh, they called it Dusty, if I remember. And that was their playground. They weren't hanging around on street corners. They weren't, they weren't doing things. They, they, they were actually testing each other out with different tricks, different styles, different things. And I actually, I really liked it. There was an old sofa there that was, it must have been soaking wet. They just, they sat on that, they just hung around. But they did things that were more, uh, uh, more engaging and more in tune with, with their social scene. With, and I found that much more interesting to see that, well, why isn't there a place like this? Yeah. Why isn't there something? Because this is the this is the age demographic. This is the group which requires engagement, yeah. not necessarily sheltering no. um, or, or monitoring. They need engagement and a bit of empowerment. Yeah. And that is something that I know that we jointly we've tried to get that message across to to a wider audience. Um, but now. You're, you know, you're driving it. You're driving that agenda further, and that's been that's crikey. That's probably well over ten years ago when we yeah. first started mooting it. Um, well, it's been a stop-start process, hasn't yeah, it, yeah, really, correct. because because kids do get involved in it. They want it to happen, mm. but unfortunately, life takes over, like it does for us all, yep. uh, and they move on to, to other things. Mm. So, I, I really do feel the only way to keep it going and to make it actually happen is to have a process in place where there's always the next generation coming along kids can start the project and and kids if they if they are skateboarders now they will be skateboarders when they're in their 30s mm. there are plenty around that are in and their 30s kids. and skateboarding exactly and mm. their kids mm. so there's always going to be that next generation coming along and it's it's going to be something that, that is there for the longevity certainly mm. i think it's also trying to fracture out the thinking that skateboarding is uh, a taboo or it's just not good for the street it's, i think there's also a culture shift that's that's needed locally and I also think that's i don't think it's just locally i think it's a i think it could well be and i'm you know it could be a national problem here where people see something as being well that's not a sport or that's not a this or well actually it is it's a pastime and it's has massive popularity huge following whatever it you know whether it is skateboarding or something else and it needs it needs addressing. It needs it needs supporting. It needs engaging with. It does absolutely. So, but no, it's it's, no, it's it's more than just the social activity, and uh, well, or rather, it's more than just the sport. It is the social activity as well that's important. Kids, mm. and I've been down on the mall uh, with uh, PCSOs and police officers talking to the kids there and just listening to what they want, and they just want somewhere they can go where they can chat with their mates and just socialise. It's as simple as that. That's that's all kids want. Mm. So what, as far as Mer- Merrill Cause is concerned, what, what, else, what, else, what else is in the bag for Merrill Causes? <laughs> so it's, there's obviously a very sporty theme. Mm. Um, so, and we've got lots of sport clubs in Knutsford. Uh, my kids are involved with a fair few of them, <laughs> I think it would be safe to say. Um, but it's, it's about promoting and, and, and publicising what those sporting clubs are doing. And, and helping them to support the youngsters in the town. So my fundraising is a 50-50 split. 50% will go to the skate park, but 50% will also go to youth sporting clubs across Knotsford. Okay. Um, now, we don't know exactly how that's going to be split yet. We're still in conversation with all the various clubs, but 
the idea to try and give that some sort of uh, focus and activity is early early to mid next year we will hold a weekend where we'll showcase all sorts of activities that go on uh, across Knotsford um, and hopefully uh, either in a day or weekend we'll just go around all the clubs and they'll put something on and I'll get involved and try not to break my neck <laughs> <laughs> or a leg or something um, but hopefully take part and, and show kids that listen this is these are the kind of things that you can get involved in mm. uh, in Knotsford but also hopefully those those funds that we raise will help to uh, get people that perhaps wouldn't ordinarily get involved in these sporting clubs for whatever reason it may be. Maybe mm. maybe they just can't afford to join clubs because they do cost money. Of course. Um, but also maybe to, to give kids opportunities, whether it's how to learn coaching skills, for example. So it goes beyond, it's, it's on and off the pitch, field, yeah. court. It's actually about the 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 long term skills that they're like right okay that's yeah. that's something that I to be honest I'd not considered that as being a credible angle but the fact that like it's it, it's um it's a holistic approach to to sports in general not it just is. not just the result it's the entire process okay absolutely I mean a, really a good, good friend of mine Davey Chalakalaki he he has done um he, he coaches kids to play football mm. and uh, he I was working with, on a project with him a few years ago where um, he was actually looking at kids who had gone through the football process, but then when it came to clubs signing them and it didn't happen, where did they go from there? Well, I know that that leads to, you know, can lead to mental health care issues. Absolutely. Um, and, yeah, I've, 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 not that I've witnessed it, but I've seen, I've seen that process uh, in one or two people mm. locally and how that has transformed their them as people because there's a huge hope that they're going to make it towards you know premiership football yeah. and actually the churn mechanism isn't there there isn't a support mechanism to help them wind down as they've been wound up towards that career aspiration that's right there's nothing to sort of like tail them out uh, I may be wrong. There may be something that we're not aware of now. Maybe some of the bigger clubs, or but, but I, I, you know, I've not seen that. I've never seen that. So that may be a good topic for a conversation. We could perhaps get Davy in here with somebody to talk about that. Yeah. Um, and because I know he's an advocate of that. Plus, also he's a he's a big footballer. He's a big footballer. I'm 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 not going to lie. I'm not a massive football fan. I'm You're very happy. At, I'm very happy that, at yeah. the moment with the uh, with what's going on. I'm <laughs> looking forward to um, I'm looking forward to the England Australia match. That's for sure. Absolutely. Right on the just continuing on the theme of 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 health, which appears to be your your thing. It is really is a thing, and I feel very very stodgy. I'm not actually <laughs> doing anything, or not doing as much as I used to, because I used to cycle a lot. Yeah, and I used to swim a lot, and I just got. But this is a thing I used yeah. to as well, and I stopped mm. because life took over, yeah. kids, yeah. family, work, and this has been a way for me to get back into it. Mm. And I tell you what, I haven't felt better in such a long time. I, f I feel like I've set myself up to be able to perform the male task. I mm. feel <laughs> mentally ready for it and, and focused. I, I, it's, I, it's been a year of training, really, to do that bike ride. I started um, doing spin classes about a year ago, and then I started. Uh, I joined Tatum Velo, which is a local cycle club. Mm -hmm. So I started doing rides with them, 
uh, started doing a, a couple of uh, sportifs, uh, all building myself up towards this 100-mile bike ride. So, you know I've got a vision of Rocky now. <laughs> You're running up the courthouse steps <laughs> and I'm punching the air at the end with, with holding the mayoral chain. I, I, I've now got a vision of this working up to, you know, to, to mayoral ship. I love it. Um, but you've, it's not over yet. It's <laughs> for, not, for the, no. For the, for the big exercise things, you have a hike. What? <laughs> so so this, the 100 mile cycle ride wasn't enough you thought you'd push it by doing a hike and i believe it is a full-on affair so what is it so it's it's going to be a three-peak hike it's not going to be the three-peak hike so it's not going to be ben nevis and snowdonia and etc it's it's going to be a cheshire based um three-peak hike and i've teamed up with the mayor of bollington for this which is great because he's in that area so when i get tired and don't know where to go anymore you've he got can, he can lead you, does he know he's going to be your sherpa <laughs> <laughs> he does now when you listen to this okay. <laughs> um so so yeah i've teamed up with him and it's it's probably going to be looking at around 15 to 20 miles of walking Right, okay. Which is which is quite a distance. Um and in all honesty, I think probably the longest hike I've done is probably around twelve miles. So this is stepping it up some. But then if you think about it, when I did the bike ride, the longest I did a charity bike ride, I'm not gonna say how many years ago, um, that was that was fifty miles. So stepping it up to hundred miles was something. Going from twelve miles to twenty miles of walking again is is stepping it up some. So that's my next training obviously um but yeah we'll, we'll be climbing three peaks in cheshire mostly around macclesfield Wallington area uh shuttling slow and tex nose and shining tour will be included in there and there'll be some some other little peaks in in the middle as well uh, most people think cheshire's flat of course but as soon as you get out towards the peak district uh, it's it's quite hilly out there certainly mm. and this is all uh, I, I used to hike a lot with my dad and uh, my dad isn't around anymore unfortunately uh, so this is a little bit of a tribute to him as well um, and I know he'll be with me when I'm doing it Youth Council yes you we used to speak about youth engagement um but not trying to politicize things Mm -hmm. it is about trying to get um young minds engaged in the process of of local government and how things happen you know this government itself can be clunky and certainly nationally it's certainly very very clunky let's not go there johnson Uh, sorry about that i'm pulling it back (laughs) at least i've not said the b word which i intend not to don't go there don't go go um it's it's something that was driven, and you are now, uh, you are now driving. Sorry, you're now driving the, the youth council element. Um, so, give me an overview of of the motivations with it, and what you want to do with it, and what you want them to do. I know we already previously discussed how they're trying to, you know, that the, you know, for for causes and things. But what is the ultimate goal? with the youth with spinning up youth councils and who are the targets who are the people you want to get involved so so the people i'm speaking to at the moment are all, all the schools in nutsford effectively so that's all all the primary schools but also nutsford academy as well um and i've met with most of the heads already and next month i'll be meeting with them all 
together. We'll sit around the table and I'll tell them what my thinking is and they'll tell me whether it's the right thing to talk about or whether mm. we need to go in another direction. But the hope is that all the schools have got their own councils internally anyway and quite often they get together and do various things. So hopefully each of those councils will appoint some members to start this new youth council. Yes, I want uh, the big project to be the skate park, but hopefully as they're coming together, they can discuss all sorts of other things that are going on in the town. It may be social issues, it may be playground issues, it may be uh, the plastic-friendly initiatives, um, but all things that kids are thinking about, all things that are important to kids as well. Um, it's it's really important that we we see what the next generation want for the future. Um, we do tend to focus on older generations. Politically, it's because they've got the vote, they say. Um, but at the end of the day, kids are going to vote in the future. Um, and we want to make sure that what we're providing for them is, is what they actually want and what makes their lives better. The 2020 penny farthing race. Wow. We're, yes. we're not... We're not it sounds like it's it's a while off, but it isn't. No. Um, I believe you have shown an interest. Just to add to the rest of the, just to prove to the entire world that I really am truly <laughs> insane. Yes, uh, that you're 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 going to you're gonna you're gonna jump in the saddle. <laughs> so dead. tell me what 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 <laughs> what <laughs> what in God's name? Why? <laughs> I'll, I'll, st I'll stop. Go go for it. Just tell tell me. Give me that story. Give 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 the listeners something to uh, to engage with. Penny farthing, Malloy on a penny farthing, the mayor on a penny farthing, <laughs> the, the mayor falling off a penny farthing. <laughs> uh, so so most people in Nuts would probably know about the great race, the penny farthing race. It only happens once every ten years. If you miss it, it's ten years until it comes along again. Um, but it attracts interest literally from around the world. Uh, I met with Mike Peacock a week or two ago and uh, we talked about it and he said how the interest they've had is truly global. So from Australia, New Zealand, America, the Far East, everywhere, they've, they've got at least 40 or 50 people signed up already wow. to do Nuts this. Nutsford, great race, global, brilliant, yeah. absolutely truly, fantastic. Truly global. Fantastic. It's going to be uh, a spectacle to behold, certainly. <laughs> what, you on the bike? Uh, or just me generally me the being whole on the bike generally is, right. is going to be a spectacle to hold me falling <laughs> off. Have your cameras at the ready, that's all I can say. Oh, crikey. <laughs> brilliant. Right, well, Andrew, thank you very much. This is the first podcast for you. Um, and we'll form the basis of quite a few. And I'm sure that people are going to uh, email in or contact town council uh, about topics they want to hear you talk about. Um, Please do, and which is part of doing this. So it'll be a continual thing. Well, you know, maybe maybe not once a week. I think it'd be too hard for me to find the time to edit that. Let alone find find your one of your four diaries, space yes. in those, um, uh, to to talk about subjects that that matter to them, and also any sort of issues that are going on in the town that people want to talk about. So. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jonathan. Well, I hope you enjoyed the first of our community podcasts. Andrew will be popping in again to talk about other community issues and to draw awareness to causes across the town. Please remember to like, share and subscribe where and when possible. And finally, 
Thank you all for listening. Thank you.